What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm gonna help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. What is up, you guys? And welcome back to the Do Your Crap podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have an amazing guest with us on today. Her name is Mariah, and I don't want to botch her last name, so I'm going to let her say it (laughs) when she gets on. But this is going to be so good. This is going to be specifically for business owners. We're going to be talking SEO. We're going to be talking increasing your visibility and how to reach the right people. This is the magic Y'all, this is the magic. So before we dig in, Mariah is an award-winning SEO and visibility strategist for online business owners over at mariahmagazine.com. She's a firm believer that showing up on Google and marketing your business doesn't have to be as difficult and overwhelming as everyone makes it. Amen. With seven plus years of experience as an entrepreneur in the online and digital marketing space, she's helped over a hundred clients get their websites found on Google by implementing a strategy that feels both doable and aligned. No need to stress about social media or paid ads when your focus is lasered in on showing up as the solution to the problem in the exact place that people are already searching for it. She's been quoted on Forbes.com, interviewed on USA Weekly, and was the SEO keynote speaker in the HoneyBook Upward Accelerator program. When she's not zipping through cyberspace, she's exploring new cities and supporting local creatives or testing out DIY Pinterest tutorials because hand-molded clay pots aren't going to make themselves. (laughs) I love her already. I'm so excited to dig into this. If you are building a business online, this is the stuff. This is what you want to know. You want to get out of your DMs. You don't want to have to rely solely 100% on social media because that is not yours. If social media went away today, would you even have a business? That is a question that you want to ask yourself. So without further ado, let's turn it over to this chat. It's going to be a good one. All right, Mariah, welcome to the show, girlfriend. Oh my God. I am so excited for this. Thank you for having me. I like feel the energy already. I'm just like, this is going to, this is going to be the shit. No, I'm so pumped. And in my intro, I was like, I'm not screwing up her last name. So I will let you share that. And then when we were chatting before, I'm like, yep, definitely would have botched this. So, so give us all your full, your full name, and then tell us more about how you got into this space, this digital marketing, SEO, all of that stuff. Yeah. So my full name is Mariah Lashesky and go. my business name is Mariah Magazine. And it's a funny story. So I, Mariah Magazine was actually my MySpace name when I was 14. Oh, I love it. 
And so in high school, since my last name is super Polish, like nobody knew how to pronounce it. And a lot of my friends were older, so they were never in classes with me. Oh yeah. And so they just didn't know my last name. And so I was just always became Mariah, Mariah magazine. magazine. And then even <laughs> after, like at like when I would see people out, people would call me mags, magazine, like whatever. And so That's it just hilarious. stuck. And then when I turned 21, my brother's birthday present to me was he bought the domain name Mariah Magazine. And he was no like, way. I don't know. He was like, I don't know what you're going to do with it. You're going to do something with it. And I was like, uh, thanks. So it was like $20 for a year. And I was like, what a jerk. And then I'm like, I'm like, wow, that was like the best birthday present he could have ever given me. That is awesome. I love that he even thought about that. Like, that's genius. Yeah. Yeah. He's a couple of years older than me and he was always trying to kind of guide me into oh, yeah. a direction. And so um, when I got into the online space, I got in being a website designer and developer. And the reason was, to be honest, is because of him. He literally was like, Mariah, you're really good at art. Like I was going initially to college to be an art major, but then okay. I quit because I was like, I don't want my income to be related to if somebody likes my creative output or not. I didn't yeah. like that. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yeah. So I ended up switching my major like five or six times and I was in school for six years. I ended up quitting and I was like, I just don't have enough credits in order to like correlate into a single degree. And I was like, you know what? So the last thing that I ended up doing was website development because that okay. ended up combining art and like website design with like where the world was going in terms of technology. And my brother was like, well, why don't you try messing around with like website design and development? And I was like, cool. So I go to school for that. I'm in school for it for like six weeks. My first class, they're trying to teach us like how to create table layout websites. And I was like, yo, this is already like six years outdated. By the time I graduate with this, it's not going to be helpful. Yeah. So I ended up quitting school and I actually quit my job in the same month. And I was just like, I'm going to figure it out. Now I was 22 years old. My parents were letting me stay there. So that was like a huge thing. I wouldn't have been able to do it otherwise. But what I did was I found an ad on Craigslist for a paid internship for like this website design agency. And so I ended up landing that paid internship and it ended up being two dudes that were like four years older than me. And they were just <laughs> like, hey, we need somebody with a design eye. And the one owner was a WordPress web developer. He ended up teaching me everything that he knew about WordPress website development. And then about a year later, they closed down their business and ended up like, funneling their clients over to me. Like, hey, we're still getting oh, inquiries. Dang. Do you want these people? And so I was like, well, I mean, here we go. I got MariahMagazine.com. I am now on my own as an official it. website designer and developer. And then so for a couple of years, I was helping clients create these websites. We would launch them. They were super excited about them. And then everybody was coming back and they were like, okay, but now what? how do I drive traffic to this website? I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. That is not my zone of genius. I'm not sure. And so 
in the beginning stages of business, I'm sure that we all know, usually we have more time than money. So mm -hmm. what I ended up doing, I was really passionate about writing and just really like teaching and educating people what I was learning about the online space. So I was creating blog posts. And then when you create blog posts, you want them to be found. So I naturally right. started diving into SEO. And at first I hated it. I thought it was the worst thing on the face of the planet because all of the content on Google about SEO, especially five years ago, was either for advanced SEO people talking to other advanced SEO people or it was SEO agencies trying to make you think that SEO was super complicated and overwhelming so that you would just hire them. Right. So I ended up being able to kind of teach myself SEO and like break it down in a way that makes sense. And I put it back together. And then I started testing and tweaking some things with my own website, my own business, my own blog. Then I started offering that stuff to clients. We were getting results. And then I SEO dug its teeth into me and hasn't let me go since. And now I just... I love the fact that it's like so much testing and tweaking and collecting data points because like there's always something for me to learn. Yeah. I love this so much. I love that you've just kind of like navigated your whole journey has been like, all right, we're learning as we go. We're, we're putting some feelers out there. This is not working. I'm going to shift. I'm going to pivot. I love that. And I love that it's been so, I learned it and then I taught it. I learned it and then I taught it. I didn't know it. And so I figured it out and then, and then I get to teach it. So this is SEO, like Google marketing, all of those things. I feel like this is a big, overwhelming, like, where do I even begin? What is necessary? What do I do from a business owner standpoint? And so little background, lots of our listeners, they're going businesses online right? So we know how heavily people rely on social media. Mm -hmm. It's just such, I mean, it's free. It's such an easy way to reach kajillions amounts of people. So at what point would you recommend that someone starts to incorporate a website or thinking about SEO and thinking about other ways to increase their visibility outside of social media? Yeah. When you want to get off the content creation hamster wheel and you want to build a more sustainable foundation, because like that. if you're, even if you infuse SEO into your website, like little by little, you're still building momentum. And that's what I love about SEO truly is because like with both social media and with paid ads, when you stop paying or you stop engaging, you lose traffic. Yeah. SEO on the other hand, continues to build on itself if you do it correctly. And SEO is just the perfect like repurposing starting point. So like when you're getting started with SEO, one of the main things you really want to get started with is keywords because keywords are the thing that connect your content with the people searching on Google. Now right. the, the word keyword, it's a little misleading. Some people are like, oh, it's like one word, like copywriter marketer. It's like, no, no, no. We are not targeting those super vague <laughs> words. We have to target, they're called like long tail keywords. We can also call them key phrases. Basically keywords in a general sense are anything that a user would type into a search engine. It doesn't matter if it's three words, four words, five words, 10 words. Okay. So we have to, that's why knowing your target audience is so important because we have to get in the minds of them and like where yeah. they are before they realize that you're the solution to the problem. What are they typing into Google and trying to find? So we can think about this in different instances. Like if you're selling digital products, if you're a local business, like it doesn't really matter what you're doing. It matters what your people are typing into Google. And then SEO is essentially like how we are able to 
optimize your website for those specific keywords. But it's like, we have to get the keywords right because like there really isn't a lot of like solid in-depth like education explaining keywords. Everybody's just out here like teaching SEO. They're just regurgitating this. And like, that's why I think I'm so passionate about this because like, it doesn't have to be that difficult. Like we can break it down in a way that actually makes sense. But I think that the first thing is like, what are your people going to Google and typing in? And then what are they expecting to find? Mm. Because it's like, we can think about a keyword one way, but then Google is going to show a completely different result. So like if you go to Google and type in singer, the sewing machine shows up. If you type in the singer, lyrics to a song shows up. I just taught an SEO for e-commerce workshop yesterday. And I was like, I found this example and I was like, it was so good. So I was like, if we go to Google and type in paper, what are you assuming shows up? Like paper products, right? Like like bundles of paper. An online tutoring company is in position one because their business is called paper. And then it is literally just like different definitions of like what paper is. And so if you're selling paper, paper isn't specific enough. Like what about paper? Are you looking to print paper? Are you looking to find out how to make your own paper? Do you want bundles of paper? That's why like long tail keywords are so powerful because it allows you to become the best solution to the problem because you understand why people are searching for that. I love it. So market research identifying exactly like get in the brain of your target audience. Like what are they Googling? And that is what you're building blog posts around like things on your website. Like how, how do you leverage once you're like, okay, I I have a handle on what they're searching. I know what my girl, when she is struggling, I know what she's going to Google to ask. Where are you putting that? Is it in the title? Is it in the message? Is it in like, how do you optimize that within your website or your blog or whatever? Yeah. So this is kind of where like, I think repurposing comes into connecting like social media and the website, because if we're doing keyword research and we're able to find the questions that people are asking, we can create a blog post about it where it's like, let's say if you're a wedding photographer, you can create a blog post, like how to find the perfect wedding photographer. Now you can take that and literally chunk it into like three different reels or a carousel post on Instagram, or you can do a podcast episode or a YouTube video about it. But you also have this blog post living on your website that is driving people from Google and you're using it in your social media content, which it should do pretty decent because you have data to back up that people are literally looking for content exactly around that. But what kind of content you create is very dependent on the keyword. So it's like if you're trying to show up for how to find the perfect wedding photographer, you're probably going to write a blog post. Mm -hmm. But if you're an Instagram marketing person and you want to target Instagram marketing course, you're probably going to have to target that keyword on a sales page. Or if it's Instagram marketing agency, maybe you're targeting that keyword on your homepage. Or if you are really good at like coaching network marketers, like network marketing coaching packages is a keyword. Maybe you're targeting that on your coaching packages service website. So like which page you choose to optimize is very dependent on the keyword because each keyword has a different intent. That's why it's like before we target any keyword, we have to Google it. We have to see what's showing up on Google. Okay. I love it. I love it. So at what point, like for our listeners, at what point are they 
would, I mean, when should someone start to think about this stuff? I know like as an entrepreneur, you're like, well, yesterday, like, let's be honest, but are you thinking from the person who's listening, who I could, I could just like feel it. They're like, like that sounds like a lot of heavy crap that I need to figure out what, at what point, like, do you, do you say, okay, let's, let's hit it with social. It's free. You can get some momentum. You can whatever. And then when you feel like, is it when you want to get out of your DMS? Is it when you want to just expand your visibility when you want to go deeper into blog posts and explanations and having Mm -hmm. like a bigger space to dive into versus just like a little content, like caption, what would you say to that? Yeah. I think social media is a really great testing and tweaking point. Like my business, I focus more so honestly on YouTube SEO right now, just because Mm -hmm. like, that's where I like showing up. But before it was mostly Google SEO, but Google also drives traffic to my YouTube videos. But I expand my visibility from Google and from YouTube driving people to my content. But I still use Instagram. But since most of my visibility is happening through either SEO on YouTube or Google or through podcasts, like doing interviews like this and connecting and relationship building and stuff like that. But that just takes the pressure off of social media so I can put the social back into it. All right, friends, in case you haven't heard, our family's farm-to-table verified natural beef can be on your doorstep by Tuesday. Wholesome Farm Beef is officially shipping out our pasture-raised beef nationwide every single Monday. We're talking high-end quality restaurant-style beef sent right to your doorstep. If you value locally sourced farm-to-table foods, then this is especially for you. Our beef is not only raised from start to finish on our own family farm, but our cows also get tippy-top cow treatment with the expertise and knowledge that JD brings to the table as a cattle veterinarian. Getting our family's beef on your family's table is a product of JD and I's two worlds colliding in the most beautiful way. And we are so excited about the opportunity to serve your family for years to come. If you aren't following along on Instagram, you can follow the farm at Folsom Farm Beef, and you can learn more about the farm and see what goes into raising cows and hear what our customers are saying about their experience, just people falling in love with homegrown beef all over the nation. And I am so happy to get this out to more families, but what really lights us up about this is getting to build another family business that our kids and siblings can be a part of growing for generations to come. When you become a part of the Folsom farm family, you aren't just supporting a local farmer. You're a part of a big family dream of ours. That's coming to life. And we can't thank you enough for being a part of it. So if you're a beef lover, you haven't truly experienced the best of steak, roast, brisket, or ground beef until you've tasted it straight from our farm. Get your order in by Sunday and have your box on your doorstep by Tuesday. We have a variety of options to fit your family's needs with boxes ranging from 10 pound samplers to 50 pound freezer stock ups. And if you want to save the most and never have to worry about getting on the wait list, make sure you're a part of our VIP crew for monthly savings and first priority shipping. Head to FolsomFarmBeef.com and get on our email list to receive a $20 off promo code for your first box. We cannot wait to get our beef on your doorstep. All right, back to the show. 
I show up on social media to connect with my people, to test out ideas. I think that it is an amazing platform for engaging, for nurturing, for testing things, for just connecting and putting the human back into things. So if you're starting a business and you're like, I don't really know my message. I don't really know my people. I don't really know where my zone is quite yet. Social media is like the cheapest way to go ahead and do that. But once you're starting to consider building a website, that's when you start thinking about SEO. And a lot of people think about SEO after they've already built a website. But And like, that's fine. We can absolutely go ahead and like tweak the website that you already have and like make it more SEO friendly. But if you can even at the bare minimum do keyword research before you build your website, it's going to give you the information that will help you build the structure of your website. So now you know, do I just need one service page? Do I need two? Do I need three? Should I have like a page for this or do I not need a page for that? Like we can let the data determine kind of how the structure of our website is built so that we can start getting traffic from there. So I would say if you're brand new to business and you feel like social media feels fun for you, by all means, like go with it. But if you want to start using your website as like that 24 hours, 24 seven, like salesperson, SEO is something that you definitely want to look into. Even if it's just like, like I said, tiptoeing into keyword research. Yeah. So let's talk visibility for a sec, because I know lots of the listeners are like, this is all new. Like this is I haven't even thought about this. I thought I was just only supposed to grow on social media. Mm-hmm. So when we thought when we talk visibility, this is such a foundational piece of your business. And the only way you're ever going to get out of feeling like a slave to social media, feeling like you can't ever be off because when you are, your business is going to crumble. Like that is not where you want to live forever, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I mean, some people love social media, but at the same time, you want to have a break sometimes and you don't want to feel like my business is dependent on this. So I have to yes. do it. So visibility, like where else are people finding you? Where else are you reaching? Like where, where can your voice be heard? And you mentioned some of them, podcasts, YouTube, Pinterest, your website. Like there's so many different things to leverage So what would your advice be when it comes to like starting to expand your platforms without making it overwhelming and without being like, crap, now I have to learn all of these new things, like some simple baby steps and some little tips that we can give them to start to increase this, this engine. Yeah. I would say the first question is how do you want to show up? I think that that's the main thing, because if you're like, listen, I hate writing then don't start with a blog. And like you can end up taking, you can take advantage of SEO without a blog. Like I said, from services pages and sales pages and other things like that. But it's like, if you aren't a strong writer or don't want to hire somebody to create these blog posts for you, then don't blog. Yeah. If you're like, you know what? I just like being able to like speak and spew, but like, I don't like the video aspect of it. Okay, cool. What about podcasts? Mm-hmm. Or it's like if you don't mind video and you want to dabble in YouTube, that's amazing for SEO and visibility. Or it's like I've realized for me, Q&As are my shit. So it's like, how can I get into rooms where I can step into my zone of genius? Yeah. And podcast interviews are so great for that. And like I actually ended up starting a podcast like two years ago now with one of my friends and we co-host this. And I just love being able to ask people questions. It is so fun for me. 
So I think that that's what it comes down to. It's like, what do you want to do? Because you can grow your business any way that you want to. We're not only limited to Instagram and like short form content and stuff like that. And what I'm seeing in the business space is a lot of people that have grown like a really solid social media foundation, they're craving something long form. There's people now that are like, I am craving something a little bit more a searchable. So YouTube, Mm -hmm. podcasting, blog posts, something like that, something searchable and something where it's like I can give and connect with my people and be able to share my message in a longer form. But it's like they wouldn't have realized that until they realized that. You know what I mean? So it's like even if you don't know how you want to get visible, start taking note of like what are the things that you enjoy doing in your business? Do you enjoy being on video? If not, okay, maybe we put that to the side. Do you enjoy being on podcast? Do you want to be a host instead of being interviewed? You can do that. You can literally do it any way that you want to, even like in person. Can we not ignore in person too? I am an extrovert. And so like I totally get down with like meeting people, but in-person networking events have always been the worst thing on the face of the planet for me. Like (laughs) miss me with those. I just remember that they were like a little funky, but I am down for like more close knit like retreats or in-person conferences. If the conference is like very, very specifically focused on something and like I maybe know some people going into it, but it's, there's just so many different ways to do this. You get to choose. But when we're hanging out so much on Instagram, we start thinking that Instagram is the only way to grow. And it's like, yeah, that's what the Instagram people want you to think. (laughs) Yeah. hundred percent. I love, I want to just unpack a a few of those things that just make sure that they heard it loud and clear. You can do anything you want to do. Don't box yourself in. I think that's one of the biggest things is you, you start to hear the story that you see. And so maybe the story in your head is like, well, you've got to be really good at video in order to be successful. So you hear, oh, YouTube, YouTube. And that's not what she said. She said, do your strengths, do what you love, do what you enjoy, lean into what feels right and what feels good and what feels fun, because then it's the energy behind that. And the growth aspect of it is so much easier, so Mm -hmm. much easier and so much more. And, And it's just, it's, well, frankly, it's, more fun to lean into that because if you're resisting it, then you're not going to want to do it. So make sure that you heard her say, do what you feel is best for you because there is no right or wrong. And you don't have to box yourself into, well, this is what I did. So this is what you have to do. Don't ever live that life. Yeah. And it's the same thing for marketing as it is for growing your business. So it's like, also, we also see like, if you want to be a consultant, your business has to look this way. If you want to do SEO, your business has to look this way. If you want to do design work, your business has to look this way. If you want to do network marketing, it's got to look that way. And I think that they're like, we have to start asking ourselves more questions. Like, how do we want our business to look? Because if we're I mean, just like the name of the podcast, like do your crap, like what crap do you want to do? Like you get to choose your heart. So what is going to better align your business with the lifestyle that you want to live? And like for a long time, I was only offering done for you SEO packages because I thought that's the only thing that I could do to share my expertise is, hey, hire me like you would an agency. But I never wanted to grow an agency. And Mm. so many of my business coaches were like, hey, but you could get this recurring revenue. And just like, what if you just grew an (laughs) agency and you just started teaching people how to do what you do? And I'm like, you don't get it. I don't want to. And so 
I recently, probably in the past few months, just realized like, what is my zone of genius in this industry? Where is my zone? And I'm like, it's been here all along. Like I'm the educator. And yeah, I still offer a couple done for you packages for people, but even the way that I've structured them, they were never long-term like an agency. They were never six to 12 months long. They were like, eight weeks of me getting your foundations, doing the keywords, getting the strategy and like setting up your foundations and then telling my clients, I don't want you to need me forever. I'm giving you everything that you need to take it and run with it. I don't want to be the person that's getting like retainer clients. That doesn't feel fun for me to be behind the screen all the time. And that was my issue with website design. I was just spending all this time with my, with my face down into my work and working when really now I'm just like, wait a minute what do I actually like doing? And I love educating and speaking, but I had this thought in my head, I can't build a successful business or pivot my successful business to make most of my revenue from educating. That's silly. And now that I'm stepping deeper into it, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. Like, I'm just (laughs) like, there is so much unlimited potential for however I want to grow my business, but I was standing in my own way. So it's like how you're marketing and how you're designing your business. You get to do it any way that you want to. You might, just have to test and tweak a little bit until you get there. Absolutely. I love this so much. No matter if you're like listening, needing to learn about SEO or needing to learn about these things, or if you're just hearing what she's saying around entrepreneurship, get in your lane, stay in your lane, blinders on, do what you want to do. Like this is how the most successful people do it because they don't box themselves into doing what everyone else is doing or what they're supposed to do or what they feel like they need to do. They're doing exactly what they feel called to do, what they feel pulled to do, like what they feel like their, their heart aligns with the work they do. And that's why they can keep showing up and innovating and growing and like creating new paths, because that is where the success lies, not in just following someone and doing what they do. So I love that this is like, going in a whole nother direction. That is so good for all of us to hear hundred percent. So Mariah, is there anything else when it comes to SEO, digital marketing, anything like that, that you feel like would be beneficial for our listeners? Yeah, I think honestly, just when it comes to like growing a business, whether it's through SEO or any other visibility tactic, allow yourself to figure it out. Like we don't have to have the answers right now. And honestly, I think that's why I was so turned on to entrepreneurship because I remember working for all of these other people and I've worked for mostly like small business owners or small businesses. And some of my bosses were schmucks. And I literally was like, if these schmucks can run a business, I 100% can, 100%. And so the thing is, A, we have to surround ourselves with people that get it. Because if you're surrounding yourselves with people that don't have that entrepreneurial spirit or like don't understand what it means to grow an online business, or if you're doing network marketing, like if they don't get it, it's going to be hard for you to get out of your head. Yeah. And that's the thing that I find that holds most of us back is like we create these boundaries based on what we've seen. But what's been super like, honestly, like life changing for me is just surrounding myself with different business owners doing different things. And I'll ask my friends, I'm like, yo, do you have any like cool stories lately about like unlimited possibilities? Like, just give me an example of like one of your clients that's like blowing your mind right now. And it's like, how are we going to take the step forward to continuously blow our mind on what is possible? Because that is what's going to give us the confidence to keep moving forward and keep paving the path. Because like, 
the old way of doing business, it's not working anymore. It's not the bro marketing, like everybody's sniffing it out. And the big corporations even, they're putting all their money into influencer marketing because they're realizing that like the ads that they created, (laughs) they're just not hitting it anymore. And so it's like things are shifting. And especially with AI coming in to the picture, AI being able to generate this content for you, I think what's going to become even more important as a business owner, finding out A, what lane you want to be in, two, what your zone of genius is, and three, what is your message? What is your soul here to say? And being able to walk through the fire with it and knowing that your voice is probably going to shake when you start saying it, but keep moving forward with it because that's the only way that we're going to stand out is owning our message and walking the walk that we were here to walk. Bam. And with that, we are (laughs) wrapping it up. Amen. Hallelujah. That was so good. So good. So good. I don't even have anything to add to that except for like my job period. (laughs) Thank you so much. No, for real. Um, thank you so much for coming on, for sharing, for educating, for just, I mean, you have straight fire like behind this clearly. And someone could be like around SEO, like how boring it's it's weird, right? right? It's weird. It's literally just (laughs) around SEO. And I'm like, I honestly, I tried running away from SEO last year because I was like, this isn't deep enough. It's not deep enough for my purpose. And then I was like, wait a minute. What a beautiful gift that I get to support online business owners in getting found by their exact people that they are here to help serve. Yeah. But like on the surface of it, believe me, I also was like SEO girl, like this, (laughs) this is a, come on. No, but it's ever, it's everything that you put behind it. It's just like you mentioned, it's the purpose behind it. It's you can't be found if you don't understand this stuff. You can't serve Mm -hmm. if no one's listening, if you like that is everything. So I'm super pumped that you're just like quieting that, that noise and being like, no, this is my lane and I'm going to go deep with it because we clearly need it. So thank you so much for being on. Where can our listeners find you? Where can they connect with you? Yeah, for sure. So my website is mariahmagazine.com. If you're interested in like dipping your toes into SEO a little bit, I do have a free roadmap to successful SEO. So you can find that over at mariahmagazine.com slash roadmap. So that's just going to dive into like, what is SEO? Why is it important? How search engines work? A breakdown of my system. And I dive into three tasks that you can start doing today to help improve your SEO and get your business more visible. If you're hanging out on Instagram, you can join me over there. I love connecting with people. My handle is Mariah Magazine CO. Cool. Awesome. You guys, she has so much to teach and we have so much to learn. So if this is like where you're at in business, where you're like, gosh, I need to understand this more. I need to start to utilize this, go grab her freebie, start to dig in, start to just play around with it, get curious, experiment. That is how to figure it out. So Mariah, thank you again. And y'all, we will be back here in another week. See ya. Wrapping up another episode, and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. 
Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams. Because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.